770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the News Talk Giant of North Alabama. Phil Williams, hosting Right Side Radio. Glad to be with you again for the day. We are, as always, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, listen, uh, I'm glad you decided to join us again. Copper, we just did Adventures in Woke World. Oh, Lord, what are your thoughts? (laughs) So true. Man, I've tried those Tibetan herbs for headaches. They do Uh. not work. (laughs) <laughs> my favorite is the uh, tall glass of cold milk that came from a fart-laden uh, laden, laden, uh, dairy farm. Um, or, or acorn milk, yeah. Acorn milk, next. little bitty udders on the acorns where you squeeze the milk out. Yes, that's, um, it's, it's just, anyway, what do you do? My wife just texted me. You know, Charlene's got feedback going at all times. She's probably listening right now saying, don't mention my name. But I, I did it anyway. But she just said, uh, you know, it, it, it's interesting how you change your voice. And uh, she said, they have to understand, though, you have to be able to avoid uh, using the same toxic masculinity voice that you use uh, on a normal basis. So, (laughs) Um, anyway, hey, uh, before I go on, though, uh, we will do that weekly. If you got suggestions for uh, Adventures in Woke World, you see a script out there you think could be used, uh, let me know. And I'm going to take a call here in a minute, but I got to tell you, first of all, about my friends at Otter Creek Farm, you guys. Man, I'm telling you what, I know them personally. I've stayed out there. I've shot out there. I've eaten out there. That place is one of my favorite places in North Alabama. It's a great secret that people don't really know it's there. I'm talking about like Donald Trump Jr. even stayed there uh, most recently. And, and for that matter, you've also got, it's been in Garden and Gun magazine. Otter Creek Farmstead and Distillery, it's one of the South's premier wing shooting destinations. It's a wedding venue. You can do corporate retreats there. You can do all kinds of special gatherings. They have a culinary trained uh, staff of chefs that are just amazing. Listen, Otter Creek Farm, go to ottercreekfarmstead.com and check them out and consider scheduling your next special event there. Do I see that I've got a call from Brian and Huntsville? Is this my brethren, Brian and Huntsville, who called in yesterday, I believe? Is this the same Brian from Huntsville? Or day before, before, maybe. Brian. That would have been Sunday. Well, that's true. Okay. Well, well, good day to you, Brian. What's on your mind, man? Well, I enjoyed the adventures in Woke World. But then again, about the Woke Captain America, I just simply wanted to ask, um, wouldn't that simply be uh, Karen America? Karen Karen America, using the name Karen is in terms of, well, you know, I just almost reject... I reject the actual use of somebody's name, Karen, Ameri- like Karen's an insult. I've got a good friend, Karen, who's just right down the hall from me right now, and she ain't nothing like what they use that to be like a derogatory term. But no, but I get your point, I've Brian. Hey, Karen, who's highly intelligent, and I've got multiple people, but if they're going to use it against us, then I think it'd be good. fair play. We'll, we'll, we'll find a way to use it back on them. Hey, Brian, good call, man. Thanks for calling in. Listen to Right Side every day. We'll, we'll keep you uh, entertained as well as informed. But, um, hey, listen, we're going to spend a little time, and I'll be glad to take some more calls if you want to, 866-494-9866. That's 866-494-9866. I'm going I'm I'm to go off into a tangent, though. You've been watching the news? I mean, there's, there's, a, there's, there's things out there every single day. We joke about adventures in woke world. It's out there. Sometimes it's just funny. I mean, sometimes it's just like, like, how do you people even get by? I mean, how do you, how do you feel good about yourself saying what amounts to just silliness? How do you rewrite the English language to let pronouns be what you want them to be? How do you, how do you suddenly decide that um, uh, there's, there's no good way to have uh, meat in your hamburger? You need to have a veggie burger. That's not a burger, by the way. 
Um, it, it just it, wokeness gets gets funny, but then sometimes wokeness is pretty legitimately I don't know threatening, or for that matter, attempting to do things that we say it shouldn't be allowed to do. And 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 I and I wonder. I mean, have you ever stopped to think about this, Copper? You you tell me. Have you ever had to deal with an opposing opinion? And and has anyone ever coached you or or, or sort of taught you how best to confront an opposing opinion? Well, I was taught debate in middle school. Good for you. Good for you. That is a, that is, I'll be honest with you, debate is uh, something that is missing in America right now because what we have, we have no debate and discourse. We tend to have little sound bites on social media that, that are, that the key word is like backlash and outrage. Yeah. But, um, so you, you taught, you were taught debate in, in elementary school? Yeah. Lincoln Douglas and policy. It's pretty fun. That I'm, it, I'm actually rather taken aback by that, but that's, <laughs> that also accounts for a lot of things right now as I think about it. I guess did, so. Did, did, did you go home and debate your parents on whether you should have to eat your green beans at dinner? Um, well, I debated them on I should be allowed to get a dog, and they gave me guinea pigs. So it sort of worked. <laughs> Was that a partial win? <laughs> a partial you win, yes. Okay. But it certainly well, teaches you to, to respect other people's opinions. These days, people think that conflict will create more disrespect between people. But actually, if you're able to sit down and talk to somebody about how you disagree and hear their arguments, it actually fosters respect. It does. It actually does. And, and I appreciate you saying that because I've said multiple times on the floor of the state Senate, because I was a state senator for eight years, on the floor of the state Senate, I never minded having a debate with somebody who truly believed their opposing opinion. Hmm. It's their right to have an opposing opinion. I don't, I don't, it didn't bother me a bit. It's when they attempt to inflict their opinion upon me and that my opinion cannot have any value anymore because their opinion is the only thing that matters. Now, granted, this is this is our radio show right now, Copper. You and I are on here, and we say that we are just plain right. Well, this is our venue. They can have their own venue, but this, but but the but the reality is, if they call in and disagree with me, there will not be a dialogue in which I so you know, unless they want to get insulting and start hurling you know uh, epithets and things on the air, it's a little different. But if they can have a dialogue, I'll dialogue. But how do you deal? So here's the thing, and I, and I, and I lay this out there for the listening audience. How do you deal? with liberal bias. What do you do when you're confronted by it? I'm going to give you, I'm just going to, I'm going to break it down for you. Here's what you do when that happens, because it's missing right now. The, the ability to have true dialogue is so, Copper was so right. It is, it is so missing, but it fosters respect. When you can, when you can literally have a dialogue with somebody else, whether they agree with you or not, you tend to create more goodwill than you do if all you do is hurl epithets at them. Or for that matter, if they do it to you and, and they never hear the opposing opinion. Now, granted, some of them don't want to hear it. I get that. But here's what you do. I'm going to give you just five steps. The first thing I want to challenge you to do is to know why you believe what you believe. It's not, it's not enough to say, I believe something. You've got to have the, 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 the ability to know why you believe what you believe. A great book by James Dobson years ago was called Evidence That Demands a Verdict. He was actually an atheist, and he decided he was going to uh, disprove the Bible, and he set out to uh, do so, and he wound up uh, becoming a Christian because he couldn't. And what he did was he wrote a book called Evidence That Demands a Verdict, meaning here's all the evidence, now I have to make a decision. He wrote a, a kid's version of that called Don't Check Your Brains at the Door, meaning God doesn't want you just to be an empty skull full of mush. He wants you to ask questions. Ain't nothing wrong with it. 
but you've got to know why you believe what you believe, and that roots those beliefs. And here's number two, know how to express it. It's not just important enough to know why you believe what you believe, but then know how to express what you believe. God, that is so missing right now. I, I get so tired of trolls on Twitter who get a little keyboard courage and they type out the, you know, 110 characters and, you know, they've got all the backslashes and the, and the hashtags and the, and the mean things and the links to the uh, Mother Jones article or whatever else. You know, you don't even know what you're saying. You have no ability to express it. Know how to express what you believe. And, and listen, there's a lot to be said for even practicing it. You're driving down the road. Somebody says something on the radio. Turn the radio off and practice. Okay, how would I respond to that if that question actually came to me? Y'all, you'll be amazed what happens when you have practiced for 10 seconds how to respond to a question. All also, right, so know how you believe. What'd you say, Copper? Also, great Google search would just be informal logic. Look up a list of fallacies they're very easy to understand, and then you can avoid making them, and you can ah. notice when the left makes them. Their favorites are straw man and ad hominem abusive. Oh, gosh, yes, the straw man. Yeah, you know, like you know, throwing granny off the cliff or whatever else. They, they've always got to have their example of the broad brush. But so, so you, you just you skipped ahead for me on there. You got to my point number four. Oh, sorry. but I'll, but I, that's okay. I'm going to go ahead and go with your point number your point and make it my number three because it's perfect. It's a good segue. So know why you believe what you believe. Know how to express what you believe, and then just do a little bit of research, a little bit. Y'all, Google may be owned by liberals, but it'll tell you a lot of conservative stuff if you look. And so I prepared a few things. We're going to go down an example here in a minute. I prepared some things, and it literally took me 10 minutes. Don't, but here's, here's point number four. Don't try to be an expert on everything. Pick a topic you're passionate about. Pick a topic you care about deeply. Maybe yours is education. Maybe yours is fiscal policy. Maybe yours is on socialism versus capitalism. But pick a topic you believe in. Maybe yours is on who should be the governor of the state of Alabama. Maybe yours is on... Uh, what does it mean to have truth in advertising or, for that matter, truth in reporting? Do a little bit of research so that 10-second soundbite question that you practiced has a little something attached to it, like a footnote that you can bring up and say, and they say, well, where did you get that from? Well, I got it from right here. And you can show them or tell them where you found it. And then here's the last thing, the last point. Know your audience and speak to them. Don't just speak to the attacker. Know your audience. Speak to them, not just the one who's asking the question. Any debate club will tell you, if you're having a, like a presidential debate, you watch. They'll turn and look at the camera and speak to the audience rather than the person who asked them the question. That's because they're addressing the broader aim of the answer. So let's take an example. How are we doing on time, Copper? We got time. We got a break coming up, I think, here any second now, don't we? We've got time. Um, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to intro this story. And then we're going to come back from the break and dissect it. Newsflash, hot off the wire. Charlene sent it to me this morning. Storyline is U.S. military is about to have Jill Biden, USAA insurance, and Sesame Street from public broadcasting combining together to teach members of the U.S. military about diversity and racism. Okay. That may not sound like a bad thing on its face. You go out there on Twitter and immediately a troll says, well, why would you oppose ever having Grover and Cookie Monster and 
Jill Biden, the vice president's, I mean, the president's wife, uh, literally, you know, teaching about race and diversity. Well, okay, we're going to break that down because what happens is I saw the headline, my red flag started flying, and in 10 minutes, I was able to form my discussion. So, Copper, go ahead and queue up that break. We'll take the soft break. We'll come back, and I'll have a chance to finish up this. How do you respond to a liberal? How do you respond when someone says that woke thing that you just know in your heart is not right? I mean, how do you respond if, like what I said in my opening monologue, if Captain America is suddenly saying the American dream is dead? How do you respond if you go to the woke grocery store in Portland, Oregon, like I did in my spoof on Adventures in Woke World, and they want you to read a copy of Mother Jones magazine while you wait in line? How about no? Listen, this is Right Side Radio, where we are solid conservative and just plain right. Time's 2.48 p.m. right now. I'm your host, Phil Williams. We'll be right back and unpack that story I just gave you about the military and Jill Biden in just a minute. Seven seventy AM, ninety two point five FM News Talk on WVNN. This is Right Side Radio. I'm your host Phil Williams. The time is now two fifty four. Hey, we're gonna get back to that topic. I'm in in, in, in a minute, but I, I got to tell you guys first of all about my friends at E Tax Breaks. Twenty three years of experience, literally helping businesses, and, and I do know these people by the way. Literally helping people and their businesses to find tax breaks, tax credits, tax incentives grants, other things they didn't know they even qualified for. I mean, it could be as simple as you held on during the pandemic and kept your business open and there may be a tax incentive for you. You hired people, you retained people, you put your business in a certain uh, geographic location, you hired from a certain demographic, you hired a veteran. All these things, you'd be amazing how these things can qualify for tax credits. And I've seen them even wipe out whole companies' tax liabilities. Go go check them out. And and they're my friends. And it's e-tax breaks dot com forward slash right side that's etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side hey listen um so i get asked all the time this whole segment we're doing right now how do you talk to a liberal how do you how do you how do you respond when a liberal confronts you on the things you know you believe in and I, and, I, and I get asked all the time, how can I make a difference? I mean, you're doing a radio show right now. You get to speak into the issues. But, I mean, how can, how can any of us just make a difference? And I think part of it is doing exactly what I'm talking about right now. That's why I want to do this segment. I think it's so important that, that we as um, conservatives, that we literally invest ourselves and our time into being prepared for the conversation. And so there's, there's quickly, I said, first thing is know why you believe what you believe. Secondly is know how to express what you believe. And then don't try to be an expert on everything. Just pick a topic and stick with it, the thing that makes you passionate. And then just do a little bit, just a little bit of research. And then maybe even practice what you're going to say. And then know your audience and speak to the broader audience. So let's do this. I started this story. It's in the news this morning. Charlene sent it to me. First Lady Jill Biden is going to join with Sesame Street and USAA. USAA. Now listen, military community in Huntsville, This story is about you. 
I would dare say I've been using the same company, USAA, now for close to 40 years. I've got 30 years of military experience. I'm talking to a broad-based military community right now. I would bet that a bunch of you green suitors are in uniform or, for that matter, also use USAA. This story is about you. First Lady Jill Biden is going to join Sesame Street and USAA to lecture U.S. military families about race. Storyline this morning. Despite the fact, by the way, that the U.S. military is more diverse than, than almost all of the federal government and the American population even in general. I mean, so literally what you're talking about here is the military is one of the most diverse institutions in American society. Studies show that minorities make up roughly 43% of active duty service and up, to, up from 36% just 10 years prior to that. And many members of the armed forces even have racially mixed families. And, and that's, that's a higher per capita share of minorities in the military than we see in everyday society. And yet, now we're going to have Jill Biden and USAA teaming with Sesame Street out of PBS to lecture us. So how do the steps that I talked about a minute ago, how do those apply? Well, number one, I firstly, I take the story. I'm passionate about the military. I believe racism is not systemic. There's number one. I believe that already. But number two, I can say it unequivocally because I've lived it. I've also lived in Huntsville for many years and other military home communities for most of my life. And then here's the thing. A response I would make to that, a well-practiced response, is that in order to be systemic, the racism would have to be a matter of official policy with very few exceptions. And it's not. It is not. So I did a little bit of research, just a tad. It took me 10 minutes, tops, on Google. Google, the most liberal company in the world. But I found out quickly, and I've got it right here in print, the first lady, Jill Biden, is one of these people. She has a controversial history on race. Her husband, Senator Joe Biden, our president now, sided with suburban parents who were opposed to integration of schools back in the 70s. And, and even to this day has offensive racial language that he uses sometimes. His own son, Hunter Biden, used the N-word in conversations with his attorney that came public recently. All right, there's one. That's one of the members in the story. Number two, Town Hall reported in 2020 that PBS, that where Sesame Street comes from, is known for being what's called journalism by liberals for liberals. And it dates back for decades. I mean, we got quotes from people like Gwen Ifill, who hosted Washington Week on PBS declaring that Republicans were procedural assassins. And we've got Bill Moyers, who said that Americans who wear flag pins were like Chinese communists carrying little red books. All said and done, it took me no time at all to find the responses. But here's the broader-based community. If you've been a member of USAA and you're an Army uh, family or whatever else right here in the Huntsville area, you need to understand these are your resources being used to target you for a thing that we believe is not true. I'm speaking to the broader audience. Respond to a liberal. Tell them how you feel. Research it a little bit. Know how to express it. Folks, we're going to keep doing that. I got a friend calling in at the top of the hour, though. We're going to talk to my buddy Justin Bogey, who's a fiscal analyst. We're going to talk about where the money went. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative and just plain right. We'll be right back. Hey! 